This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm answering a listener's question. It revolves around infertility, but it also includes anticipatory fear, health anxiety, and general anxiety. So this is really for everyone but I do want to answer our listener's question. I will read part of her email. She said, Hi, Gina. I love your show and have been listening regularly for several years. When I hear your voice, it is like talking to a familiar friend. Thank you for the work you are doing. I am writing to you because I am struggling with major anxiety. And then she goes into a lot about what she's actually dealing with, but it's kind of personal, so I will leave most of that out for you. But I will pick up at the bottom here where she says, and she is overwhelmed by the feeling of waiting inevitably until the next test, appointment, medication, transfer, pregnancy test, etc. And she feels that she would have been pregnant by now. And each day she feels, and I quote, the disappointment and can't believe this is happening to me. It consumes my thoughts and I spend hours each day googling, worrying, etc. I feel guilty as this consumes so much of me. It is hard to work and is taking away my emotional capacity, which I need for my husband and son. I have health anxiety to begin with, so while this would be a difficult situation for anyone, I feel that I am also struggling, particularly with worrying about the medical aspects of the treatment process, second-guessing every test, medication I should take, etc. I recently listened to your episode 862 about dealing with illness, which was helpful. Do you by chance have any episodes specifically about infertility or infertility treatment? I also welcome any words of advice. Thank you so much for reading your fan N. And I do have a response for you and for 
many people listening because the things you are dealing with N are not unusual. The whole idea of worrying about the medical aspects of a treatment process is very common. This comes up with not only as in your situation, but many times when people are given a diagnosis and need treatment, then they have a whole bunch of new things that they are worried about if they have health anxiety. Much of what you've talked about here also revolves around general anxiety. So I do want to get deep into it with you. And I appreciate so much that you took the time to write to me. And I love that you are a fan. Thank you. So again, thank you, Anne, for your kind words and for reaching out to better understand what you can do during this highly stressful time with your health and the potential for pregnancy. This must be a time filled with many mixed feelings for you. And with our health, we all do well to bring in as many positive messages as possible to promote our well-being. So let's see if we can't turn some of these things around for you so you are less stressed and seeing the pitfalls so easily. So interestingly, the stress level is not always tied to the actual event. I know that you said in your note, I think it might have been in a part that I didn't read, you know, that people experience this as a life or death situation, but in a different way. And so I I get that. But I also want to tell you that everybody who writes to me knows that other people have tough situations too, but truly in their mind, the way their brain is working, theirs is the biggest problem ever. And that's why you're Googling. That's why you're searching. That's why you're so afraid. That's normal. So I just want you to know, we want to turn some of these things around. And the stress level is not always tied to the actual event because some events are really horrific And some people are not reacting to it the way that someone else is reacting to, let's say, even a dental procedure, right? So a lot of it depends on us, where we're at and how we are interpreting these events. I remember seeing the list of the most stressful life events way back when I was going through, well, let's just say more than a few things all at the same time. The events were given points, and then a score indicated your chances of a health breakdown in the next two years. Well, since I was not in control of the offending events, and they had already happened, I decided that expecting a health breakdown in the next two years was a huge nocebo, meaning it was a negative message I was implanting in my brain. My point here is that there is a lot of room for us to handle stressful events, and we do not have to expect them to cause us harm. That is uh, reported on the Holmes and I think it's Holmes and Rahi's stress scale. We can instead consider that we may be on the other side of the percentages that they suggest. Someone has to be there. Why not me? Why can't I be on the side that didn't get the breakdown, as they put it? We need to do this when we are in the middle of a health event, such as our listener, who shared her IVF stress. Have you tried OneSkin for your skincare routine yet? 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The attitude will be a start. And then we have to, with our strength, bring in the calming and neutral thinking that will help us offer ourselves the best chance to respond in the best way our body and mind can. We don't need to live in the emergency mode to be on top of things. But our amygdala would have us think differently. Of course you need to hit the panic button. That's the only way that you will figure things out. That is totally not true. Actually, not hitting the panic button is how we can access our brain more fully and to actually solve problems more easily. But let's look at this from Claire Weeks's formula for easing anxiety. Face, accept, float, and let time pass. So facing the physical limitations that may be present, and I think our listener is doing that. Facing what is happening. You are not sticking your head in the sand. You see all the potential. You probably see more than you even need to, but that's the nature of being on the anxious end of life at the moment. The next thing is to accept. Accepting the limitations and the idea of the unknown outcome of it all being out of our hands. This is when we are asking ourselves to trust life, to do our best and learn through this challenge, but to let go of the outcome. And I know that is really difficult, especially as you said, when the outcomes are things like people dealing with life and death situations. But even then, we need to let go of the outcome. When we have done our best and everything within our power, we need to let go. And along with that, then we move into floating. Floating will be an excellent practice for you, N, with the long time frame that your IVF process asks you to endure. This is true of chronic pain sufferers and those with new diagnoses that require new tests and treatments over time. 
It's all a waiting game, waiting for results. New information comes and then immediately there's more waiting or changes or new medications, new treatments. So much that we need to be holding. And so we want to be able to float with this. So what do we do? How do we do that, right? I can say those words and then it's like, what? Don't leave us. What does that mean? So how to float with this? Remember, floating is about being with your distress, whether it is emotional or physical, and using your body this time. Not your thinking, not the way you're looking at things or your attitude, but using your body as a way to send the message to the lizard survival part of your brain to stand down and tell it you are not needed in this very moment. Thank you, but no thanks. Don't be mad at it. It's just doing what it needs to do. We take the distress and we let it be there while we physically relax our muscles as if we were to float on the water. Now, this will take some practice, especially if you are really tightly wound from a lot of distress, a lot of medical news, Googling. I mean, nothing will wind you tighter than Dr. Google, believe me. Then we take the distress and we let it be there while we are relaxing our muscles, again, as if we were trying to float in the water. Now this, again, will take some practice and some training for your muscles to actually obey your command. If that's the case, try tightening your muscles more and then relaxing them. Tighten them up again and then relax them. This is a great place to do the body scan because we can go to each place in our body and we can desire, if we want to learn how to relax our muscles more, to tighten each place as we visit it and then let it go, relaxing them. Sometimes we really do forget how to let these muscles go. And then finally, letting time pass. Letting time pass is almost demanded in the situation that N is in with her IVF situation. Lots of waiting and not knowing. Bringing yourself back to the ever-present moment is so vital in this situation. The past is gone, and you have already done what you could. That part is over. The future, with its results and news and healing or pregnancy and all of those outcomes are yet to be and can no longer be influenced. This is where we begin to appreciate what is. This is where we trust life and begin to appreciate what is, the things that we are grateful for today, right here, right now. So why not do this with me for a moment? What are you finding in your current environment or your situation that you can be grateful for? And I know I hear people all the time, they go, oh, well, of course, you know, of course, I'm grateful for my kids and my husband and my parents and my dog and my, and they have like their laundry list of gratitudes. We all have that. We all have the ones that, of course, we are grateful for those things. Well, 
but not everybody is. I just want to remind you. So be grateful that you have those things. Do not uh, let them be less than. Really feel your love and gratitude for these things that are around you. And finding even small things is the sun streaming through a window right now, casting a beautiful shadow somewhere. This is important. This is happening in the present moment. All these other things that you want to Google and ask questions about or even question taking the medications or more tests, that isn't happening right here, right now. Bring yourself to the beauty of just this present moment. You don't need to, you know, wallow in this or or stay here and take a vacation here. But the more you can touch in and out of it, it will start to reduce the stress that builds up in our mind throughout the whole day and then the weeks and months and years. We need to find our gratitude. This is not like wishful thinking or glossing over life's difficulties, looking only at the good. This actually changes your mind. It changes your brain, your hormones, your breathing, all for the good. And it is our goal to be in the best frame of mind and body to allow healing to happen. It is often that we need to get out of the way and let nature and the body do what it needs to do and to then let time pass and feel it working for you. Finally, I want you to remember that you are not alone. And often we can feel greater relief when we can share our struggle with others who have gone through the same or similar stress. If you can find a support group or have like-minded people hear you and offer their best practices for living the hours also, you might want to join them. I hope that this has been helpful for you and I appreciate your email. I wish you all the best, of course, and I hope that everyone listening could also feel that this isn't about a particular situation, but we all do this in our own way. And so, again, I understand the stress of the physical difficulties, but the more we can practice this, the more we can practice our face, accept, flow, and let some time pass as Claire Weeks has so beautifully gifted us with that we will be able to deal with everything that comes our way. And now for today's quote. There is only one way to happiness and that is to cease worrying about things which are beyond the point of our will. And that's from Epictetus. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.